welcome to our next episode of Science <laughs> Genius Girls. We're on the road today. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Here's a tip. <laughs> what do you think about staying in downtown St. Louis? I would reconsider. I would say maybe pick Vegas instead or maybe um, Vermont. Seattle, Phoenix, <laughs> Canada, <laughs> whatever you want. Or the outskirts of St. Louis. <laughs> yeah, which might be nicer. But not downtown St. Louis. Right, because, because it's really cold and yeah. it's like 15 degrees outside, which I know some of you are fine with. But then there's also nothing to eat, so we've been surviving on like like filled potato skins from Hannigan's and um, scones at Starbucks that are like $23 each. Yes. <laughs> Starbucks decided to increase the prices just for this AAAS meeting. Yay, which is where we are this weekend. And it's the meeting put on by Science Magazine or the company that runs, or the, sorry, the organization that runs them. And, and so it's like half scientists and half journalists, and it's like a big science experiment putting them in the same <laughs> same convention center together. Yeah, and I think the first day someone was saying that, like some of the scientists were just kind of shocked and maybe perhaps a little bit annoyed that there were so many media people here because there really are a lot of media people here. Like, right. was that lady from the New York Times yesterday? Mm -hmm. From all over the world too. That uh, the Australian newspaper oh, lady. Right. And there's and a radio show from the Netherlands. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it is neat for us because we're being, you know, being science writers, we're meeting lots of interesting media people. Of course. A lot of them won't talk to us. <laughs> They're like, what do you want? Do you want an internship, don't you? Well, then I'm not talking to Deck you. off. <laughs> yeah. Bye now. I have to go sit with my important reporter friends. I'm like, I don't want anything from you. I have a podcast. That's right. <laughs> what do uh. I need from you? <laughs> but yeah, and then we also have been sitting in on some different symposia. It's been interesting, actually, because this is the first time I've been to a conference where there have been so many different symposia but you know because there's stuff on biology and um, engineering and kind of like history of science stuff and it's all over the place but I found that my attention span lasts about 20 minutes into one of the talks and then I can't really focus. I have adult onset ADD <laughs> apparently or I'm like oh I'm so hungry I haven't eaten in 12 hours which isn't true but anyway but we're trying, and we have to come up with a new story and a feature story while we're here, so I think that's the only reason we're going to a lot of these talks, yeah. is hoping <laughs> there'll be some news in there. So what talks are you going to go to this morning? So this morning I'm going to one on exploring the frontiers of America, and it sounds like that might be like a history of science kind of thing. Oh, it's the first okay. one I'm going to, and so we'll see. I'm, I'm mostly going to it because the place where I'm interning at wanted me to go to okay. it and find someone <laughs> to interview, but... I think that'll be cool. And then in the afternoon, I'm going to a whole symposium on the arch, which is, you know, here in St. Louis. I think that's going to be really cool. Yeah, I think that'll you're be gonna a love that. One. Especially since you're a material scientist and you're going to yeah. learn about all the stuff that they use to make the arch, which I know I said something earlier, but I'm not sure if that's true. Don't listen to okay. me at all. <laughs> I don't know. We were speculating on how it was built. and Yeah, but I think, well, yeah, that'll be interesting. How about you? Which ones are you going to today? I'm going to one on um, risk and society and I guess they're going to talk about um, climate change and they're going to talk about tsunamis and they're going to talk about perceived risk. I don't know how all of this is actually going to fit together. Fit together yeah. um, and then I know there was some stuff in the afternoon. I think I'm going to go to a press conference about um, 
tracking people, like how basically any person can track someone else using really simple devices, and I'm not really sure what they're going to say about that. That might be interesting. I yeah. look forward to tracking you with DT. <laughs> I've already planted a bug in your shoe. No! <laughs> oh, have... she's over by the conference center! I have so many shoes! Which shoe is it? <laughs> oh, that's true. Aditi has these really great new boots. I love them. I would never rip them apart to put a bug in them. Thank you. <laughs> I respect them too much. They're beautiful. <laughs> They're all fuzzy and warm. They are, which is useful here. Because it's so cold. I know. I think I might go to that press conference on evolution, not because I'm like really fascinated by evolution, but because Jeff Korn from a Animal Planet's going to be here. Oh, he's going to be at the evolution He's going to be at the evolution I press conference at <sighs> 1 o'clock. We should definitely go to that. Oh my gosh. There was something about Jeff Korn when he first got a show about how his t-shirts were too tight so you could see his little man nipples. Boobies. Boobies. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> Dude, he's like, don't say this on our podcast. No, okay. <laughs> Whatever. I'm like, I want to go to see Jeff Corwin. Yes, and yesterday we went to this press conference um, about the TV show Numbers. I guess a whole bunch of mathematicians um, put together a symposium about this television show where they use math to solve crimes. And so the lead actor was there, and he's, like, up on the podium. He was part of the panel. Right. And I'm like, DT, that man looks so familiar. She's like, he's a movie star. I'm like, oh, a oh movie star. God. Yeah, I believe really I said, maybe I can interview him for our <laughs> podcast. And she said, maybe you should bring it down a notch. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be discouraged. <laughs> well, yes, but then when I saw, when I actually went to the talk later in the day and saw like five 14-year-olds rush up to him to get his <laughs> autograph, I realized that perhaps I would look a bit ridiculous if I ran up there too. Hi, how are you? I like your hair. That's really funny. But it sounds like, I mean, I've never watched the show, but it sounds like it's doing really well, and they're trying to put out DVDs for, was it, like, 6th to 12th graders or something? Yeah. So that they can, like, from little snippets of the show, watch the actual math, because they try to keep it real, and then, so that's why they have all these mathematicians as consultants, because they, you know, use some real proof or theorem or something that they're trying to solve, and... Yeah. Um, yeah. It's really cool. And they gave out free... Um, a free episode so we got a dvd of an episode and i was watching part of it last night and it's like it's pretty good because i thought it was all it's about solving crimes so it's not like directly about math right. but this mathematician helps solve the crimes yeah. so i thought it was going to be really i thought they were going to go low on the math but they really didn't it's all about math they will like stop the episode to explain a mathematical concept it's really cool that's pretty cool i'm impressed yeah because usually i mean yeah math sounds so dry and because CSI and most shows, like, they throw in some science, but it's always really, like, ooh, like, you know, it doesn't, it's not real. I mean, yeah. it doesn't make any sense. So, this is cool. And it's neat that they tried to, like, combine it at this conference, which is pretty technical, so. Yeah, I think when I went to the symposium yesterday, there was a press conference just for the special press people like us. And then <laughs> there was a symposium for everybody attending the conference. And I haven't seen a packed conference room yet, but I that room was packed. That was packed. There okay. was nowhere to sit. Wow. And then when I left, like, three people rushed to my seat. Because oh, I left amazing. early. I was like, hmm. Because they were just showing clips, clips from, the, from episode, the episode. And I just I was like, okay, well, this is cool, but I'm not here to watch TV. I am a real science writer. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, and all of our friends had, or friends, I guess is a loose term, our classmates had 
different interviews yesterday <laughs> for all these, you know, hotshot places to work. So we got to hear about how that went. And it seems pretty, pretty weird, like just going up to someone and being like, hire me because I wrote about this. Yeah, the problem is that so many of our classmates have advanced degrees, and I think they're kind of again, up against, you know, like, people who are in college, like sophomores in college who are going for a journalism degree or something. And, I mean, that's really great, and that's something that, you know, if you're a journalism student, you should have the opportunity to, opportunity to do. <laughs> but at the same time, I think if you're a graduate student who has, like, four years of research experience, they shouldn't expect you to do the same stuff like right. you shouldn't be shuffling papers right or getting coffee or whatever doing fact checking and stuff so I think yeah maybe some people are frustrated by that which yeah. I understand yeah we didn't go to those yeah. interviews <laughs> we opted like, to sleep in and watch um, ESPN no. oh yes oh the all-star games uh, on today and Aditi was watching what were you watching the slam dunk night? competition she was getting so excited it was awesome New York Knicks cute. Nate Robinson dunked over Spud Webbs I don't know if you guys remember but in 1986 Spud Webb was a slam dunk competition winner and it's really cool because he's like 5'7 or 5'8 and the guy who won last night was 5'9 so he actually like jumped over him to dunk like over was the other guy standing yeah, up straight? Yeah, the other guy was standing up straight. Spud Webb was standing up straight, like, under the net. And Nate Robinson dribbled and then came up and jumped over him. Like, just, like, vertical. Just, like, leapt over him and then dunked. And, I, I mean, he, his, I think I saw it, like, in the replay, his leg kind of grazed his wow. head a little bit. But still, I mean, that's a lot of jumping. And for a short guy to dunk like that, it's pretty bad. Bad, bad. She, she was, like, yelling. I was over <laughs> across the room. We have, like, a suite... With a couch. Yeah, that the four of us are sharing. and We somehow finagled it out of the lady at the counter. We're <laughs> like, hello. I know the reservation says two people, but there's actually four, and actually we need some more sleeping space. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, okay. Sounds good. Yeah, so I was across the room, and I just heard Aditi, like, screaming and yeah, laughing. So she was excited. so excited. She looked so happy. I was. I love basketball. It's great. You need to write for ESPN magazine or like one of those things. You'd Sports be so excited. Started. She'd be awesome. Thanks, Suzanne. Yeah. I'd love it. I just got to get an in somehow. I and know. I'll be there. I'll be there. You will be there. <sighs> if I can combine sports and science and something else. <laughs> <laughs> and money. <laughs> and money. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It would be nice to have a salary at some point. Ugh. I'm so tired. Me too. This is going to be a really short podcast because yeah. we have to get ready and go to the conference and stop at Starbucks before actually going in so that I can actually function for the mm -hmm. next six hours or yeah. 23 hours or however long. But yeah, we, we're just excited to, you know, do the podcast at all. So <laughs> at least we're... <laughs> Our goal is to just get it done. Yeah. And actually, I did an interview. Oh, one of the things I went to was um, a symposium about new methods in paleontology and so people were talking about all the different ways that you can look at dinosaur bones now mm -hmm. and like how you can look at them in three dimensions I mean obviously okay if you pick up a bone you can look at it in three dimensions but right. you can image it and then like on a computer twist it and you can actually like travel through the skull and see what it looks like pretty cool and um they had Mary Higby Schweitzer who is a paleontologist at NC State University in North Carolina and she last year discovered soft tissue um, in some of the dinosaur bones, which had never been done before. And like for something that's 60 million years old, soft tissue does not preserve that well. Like the second oxygen hits it, 
it starts to degrade, but yeah. she found it. And so that was a huge discovery. And then at this conference, she announced that she had found the same thing in like, I don't know, something like 16 or 17 other samples that ranged from like being dead eight months to 70 million years old. So we actually have a little clip of her, and I'll have to like upload that at another time because I can't figure out how to get that on here right now. Right, but that's really interesting. I think. Yeah. yeah. And I talked to this woman, Vicki Colvin, who's at Rice University, and I went to a symposium on toxicology of nanoparticles. And it was really interesting, actually, because I think the thing a lot of people don't know about nanotechnology is that you can make things smaller and smaller, but for each material, there's a different like threshold size at which the particle or whatever shape you're making actually shows some different property because it's nano size. So, yeah. you know, you can take everything in the world and make it 200 nanometers, but only some things will act differently because they're 200 nanometers and some things will just be like they were if they were, you know, a big crystal particle. And so she and I were, yeah, we were talking about how it's not just size, you know, not just size that matters. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually like shape and... <laughs> At least for nanoparticles, yeah. But it's like shape and, and surface area and how crystalline it is and how many atoms are on the surface versus the inside. And so it's really a neat, a neat session. And she said a lot of the scientists are trying to get together and come up with a, a short-term kind of, she called it taking the low road, like a quick plan for just understanding kind of a few basic commonly used nanoparticles because if they sit there and try to catalog every type of nanoparticle that's it's out there forever. it's going to take forever and by the time they have useful data it's like you know they can't just wait five or ten years for all these applications and first sit there and catalog everything so I thought that was kind of cool but and plus some nanoparticles are already out there and have been out there yeah like, like you were saying emissions yeah sucks. like diesel emissions or volcanic dust or you know things like that I mean those are nanoparticles but yeah, they can't be just suddenly controlled and stopped. And yeah, Stop that volcano <laughs> before it blows! <laughs> as long as your head's not in the volcano. Ooh, that's bad. That would be bad. One of my teachers essentially did that. That wasn't Aww. really funny. Yeah, it was like in the 90s, and they were down at a volcano in South America. This is a guy mm -hmm. at Arizona State, and like, um, there had been signs that it was going to erupt. But the scientists went up anyway, and like, I think 10 people died because it erupted when it, when they were up there. And then my teacher, he had, like, severe injuries, and they didn't think he was going to recover, and he did. And now he's okay, oh, but thank God he's he has, okay. like, burns all over his legs from the rock. Poor guy. So that's a lesson to you folks. Yeah. Do not climb <laughs> an active volcano. Take home for the day. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, thank you for that public service <laughs> no, announcement. Was, you never know. <laughs> Cool. All right. Well, yeah. should we wrap up here? I or? think so. I need to get ready for Jeff yeah. Corwin. Yeah, me too. Hi, Jeff. How are you? Oh, you're hiring? <laughs> Wonderful. I'll start now. Thanks. What do you think of my hair? <laughs> She's going to be like, try brushing it. Because <laughs> right now my hair is like sticking. It's in a ponytail, but it was sticking up. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of static issues here. With the lining in, inside, I don't know, we shouldn't be talking about this. Her but skirt was riding up yesterday. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, because of the stupid static. But it, she was, yeah, she thought it was riding up a lot. It wasn't. Okay, thanks. Don't worry. Worried. It looked fine. Okay. And the boots looked great. Great, that's all that matters. Yes. Gotta get the boots out there as much as possible. Okay, cool. well, thank you all for right. listening to our short little wonderful, excellent podcast. That's and right. we'll uh, talk to you next week, and we'll have more to say then. Yeah, and keep emailing us. Ooh, emails, yes, and thanks for the Valentine's. Yeah, that was great. Two people who emailed us with Valentine's. But oh, and hi, Lost Pool Podcast boys. Hello, we Lost didn't Pool forget Podcast. about 
podcast. Thanks for promoting us. Okay. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye.